When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. We in here today with the one and only Sarah Molina. This is the third time, although one of the times was over FaceTime. I yeah, it was. You leaked my um, number. Yeah. That time. I was, uh, I'm still living with the pain of, of knowing that I uh, put you through that. Are you really? I mean, no, not really, but it did like feel like a pretty <laughs> horrible whole, thing to do at the time. A whole lot of rope game rope. <laughs> <laughs> and especially that was just like the number one time period where you were probably getting a shitload of yeah. stuff sent your way in general right yeah early 2019 mm. so it was it was really hectic that was when stuff was like super hectic yeah it was still no um just a lot of things going on mm. a lot of not knowing what's going on too do you feel uh, like you've adjusted a bit to your status like um, does, it, does it feel weird to be so like trapped in this web of like sort of fame well no, definitely fame but it God, can get <laughs> it can get overwhelming sometimes but it's just like it's already been something that's been going on for so long already it's just like mm. i adapted or it's just something that i'm already used to it, right it's not as shocking definitely where are you like how has your life changed since the last time we talked like what's your living situation like what are you up to etc i feel like you've kind of you know you've definitely been in like sort of a state of you know figuring out what it is that you want to do with the platform that you now have and shit yeah, right absolutely i think last year i kind of was going through every door that i possibly could mm. so it just i had so many things going on that i didn't have like set time to focus on one thing at a time to really figure out if that's what I like more than the other. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, then overall with the attention, I felt like I really couldn't handle it. It was just tons of pressure and I don't know what the fuck it is to like really have that type of attention from a bunch of crazy people, (laughs) normal people, it didn't matter. It was just very overwhelming when people thought they knew who I was too. So that that was more of the fr- like the frustrating part of it, but at this point, I really don't care. Mm. It's just some, does I it feel like it's just care. it's just some shit you went through, and it doesn't define you. It's just you know it's a thing yeah, you dealt no. with. I let it blow with the wind. I don't care what anybody really has to say about me these days, right? At all. It's crazy though because it feels like uh, your ex is very determined to like throw you in the conversation as often as possible because it's like a way for him to 
scrounge up some sympathy like if he can convince everybody that you and you with his former gang members did something truly horrible to him then that makes it so that his fans or people who want to believe him can say okay like he was he was wronged and that's why what he's done is defensible the people that matter don't believe him and i'm perfectly fine with that Mm -hmm. that's all that matters to me i don't care about any of these strangers that think they know the truth. Mm-hmm. I never have to encounter them in my life. Why do I care about what anybody who doesn't know me personally has to, what they have to say or think about me? Right. It's just, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of unfortunate that that first live he decided to get on very angrily and aggressively the way he did and just kind of, depict my character like he said on a live to two million people something that is just very hurtful and still something that he's still using to gain sympathy for the things that that he's done so i it's just like if that's what you're still on i'm kind of good with this distance not communicating any of it so Right. Whatever helps him sleep better at night, that's shit that he has to deal with. Because the reason why he brought that up was because that was how he was trying to defend not seeing his kids, right? No, he has another kid that the baby mama, there's nothing wrong with her. He just doesn't claim the kid, and it's biologically, it's proven. Oh, okay. Through DNA, that's his kid. So he's got another kid that he's not seeing as well as your kid that he's yeah, not seeing. Yeah, so what's okay. the excuse with that? Right. I mean, he's... Not a good father. But, That's just what it is. So while he was locked up, he was in touch with the kid, or is was that not even the case? Because that's kind of like uh, what what I read is that he was in communication, and then once he got out, the communication stopped, and that no, was his excuse. Um, no, what it was towards like the end of the year, around when his case started, to maybe around December, December. That's when they got the got the verdict. He was gonna get like two years, but it was really some little less than a year in a house arrest. Um, his mother reached out the maybe the weekend before, mm. and she said on a Friday she was like, "Oh, after going almost the whole year without talking to us, seeing if we were okay, if my daughter was fine. Oh, can we um have the baby stay over our house?" Um, and we'll bring the baby back Wednesday. I was like, you went a whole year without, you know, right? without reaching out to even caring about whether or not my daughter is fine, your granddaughter, his daughter. And I already saw the motive. It was just, you just wanted to stay with the baby until Wednesday to bring her to court. Because mm. that's when they were going to get his verdict or whatever. Oh, wow. So they wanted to be able to use that as like a sympathy token. Yeah, Yeah, but it's just like even in the support letters that they didn't even write themselves, they had their lawyers write. Um, His brother, in his brother's support letter, it said that my daughter was six years old. My daughter's four. They couldn't (sighs) even get, you couldn't even get, or tell your lawyer to get your niece's age right. Wow. It's just, it's just a bunch of bullshit you know but it's just like a little soon after that I was letting his mom and his brother see the baby he's just you know I had communication set up between Danny and my mom Uh so they were communicating look I'm not here to make your life any more worse than what you already made it right as long as you do right 
be a father and be the father that our daughter deserves and needs because you can be a father but you can be a shitty one like the one you're choosing to be right you know then I'm not gonna stop you from seeing the baby. It's just certain things within time that I gotta see for myself that it's gonna be okay to place our daughter in whatever environment you have yourself in because right. of the mess you've made. Because that's like the most serious decision that you could possibly be making is just to have uh, you know somebody else taking care of your kid for any period of time. Like yeah. as a mother, I mean that's like the biggest thing. Yeah, and it's just he's. He's labeled, so it's just, mm. and that in itself is more stressful than the in-between petty beef that you want to start with me, okay? Right. It doesn't help the situation. It's just, it's not about me or him. Do you uh, get child support? No. Do you, have you tried? Are you in the system of trying to, like, make that happen or whatever? That seems kind of insane, given I've, that he... I've never even cared to get a dollar from him. That's why it's never been done. So Really? Yeah. Just because you don't want to have to reduce yourself to having that conversation? Or what's the thought process? No, it's just I know that it to me is actually a really sad situation that it would take for me to have to put you on child support to want to financially take care of your child. Uh. You know, that's the sad thing about it. And then... Second, secondly, I feel like I don't want to have that interaction because he's is not about our our child. It's about all the other wrong things that at the end of the day don't matter. Right. Just to bring myself that type of frustration for financial support from him, I'd rather not. He's a headache in itself. It's just not someone really not worth dealing with especially now at the moment right does this like complicate your existing are you still with the same guy that you were with last time we did the interview no no that didn't work out no what went wrong is there a lot of pressure dating you uh no it's just a lot of fake shit going on that i necessarily thought i was separating myself from but really wasn't what so. do you mean by that you think he was just in it for the clout oh Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Wow. How did that become evident to you? Um, it was self-admitted. Oh, it was wow. just like, this is what I came into it doing, but I really grew to love and care for you, and it just didn't sit well, or it was weighing heavy on my heart that this is, that I'd rather say it than someone else say it. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, I should have never said nothing at all, dummy. Like, <laughs> I don't care if you love me now. <laughs> what? That's crazy. So that that it didn't seem like it was that kind of situation. And then he like, was he just trying to bear oh, his soul and just, he thought you would relate to it? You, you would understand? Yeah. It's just like, it's kind of something I'm still working on. Not It's not really perfected, but it's just like, I really dwell on the fact that I've spent a lot of years with one person. Mm. And one of my biggest regrets was that I didn't check out sooner, mm. you know? So something that's bad with me now, I'm, I'll am i drop you real quick. I'm not wasting no more time. No more time. It's just like I don't want to invest unnecessary time into people at all. Definitely. So what's it like being single? It's got to be kind of weird. I feel like you haven't really been single for any significant portion of time since you sort of became a household name in the uh, streets. <laughs> I mean, I can't complain. I don't have to deal with anybody, really, so that's good. 
I'm scared of being single. I'm scared of being lonely. You think that that's what it is, being lonely if you're single? I mean, I feel like it would be lonely, especially as me as somebody who's had this like emotional support no, unit No, you're for lonely years. if you separate yourself. You can be single and have a lot of interaction with other people, friendships and stuff like that. It's not A single life isn't a lonely life necessarily that's true i don't trust these hoes though to be totally honest so i feel like just you know I, I i'm too closed off i can't imagine putting myself good, into all, you know? all the situations i used to put myself into holy fuck they all seem so foreign now i mean you got a good situation going on so it's true it's very true it's very surprising that i'm reproducing i don't even think we talked about it last time uh, that you were on the podcast we did lena was trying to convince um get me to convince her to not want to get pregnant but uh, it's just like i couldn't do that i'm a mom right and i mean she was trying to convince you to start only fans and uh, you yeah. were trying to convince her to have a baby yeah it didn't work out i mean just i know you're thinking on my right end it did i mean i convinced you guys to have a baby and here yeah. you guys are but you guys I mean, but you're not making only fans yeah so she took it, that out yeah she took that out <laughs> that's pretty that's, funny i'm surprised i wish i i could have seen her today but oh yeah she's she's off she's she's getting into like kind of a weird is she like mentally preparing herself for this yeah but it's kind of weird because you know she thought that the ending months of her pregnancy or like not not even the ending months but she thought that she was going to be spending a lot of time traveling and that she was going to be you know all over the world and shit and then instead coronavirus can't go anywhere we did go to we went to uh, zion in utah for like four days and so it was over there it's, it's it's like a camping type thing but it's a little bit it's not like you're in like an actual tent it's kind of it was fun but i mean that that just stood out you a took lot to do some outdoor shit she planned everything this is not the kind of thing that i would necessarily and okay. it's not really that outdoorsy it's called glamping because it's like glamorous camping i believe Bye. is what it stands for if it's, outdo- if it's outdoors it's camping no it's like inside of a tent but then it's almost like you're inside like a, a half decent like hotel room but the walls are like made of canvas and shit and the first night it was blowing the wind was blowing so fucking hard that it was like <laughs> sonic booms outside we couldn't <laughs> sleep or anything it was very weird Mm-mm. right but so is uh, it, is the coronavirus driving you insane or is that just her because she's a expecting mother that it's No, it's a she's an expecting mother. I'm not going to lie. I was like I don't even think I should come out here cuz of the spike that went up right. up here. You guys had a fucking spike. We did. Like when everybody was first protesting, I was really I don't really think sh- I ever see you with a mask though. Ugh, I had a couple of fashion over pics with a mask. Um <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> when everybody was protesting, I started to really feel like fuck this shit this shit is over like nobody's like it's just over it's not it's like nobody's uh staying in the house anymore and now i'm like fully scared again you know it doesn't like i'm not really trying to leave the house people keep inviting me does she leave the house a lot no she's way more paranoid than i am that's good yeah she's super mega mega paranoid like doesn't take any risks is she watching your diet still i know that was a thing she was doing my diet yes she's helpful actually i would say it's going in the other direction since she got pregnant because now she keeps mad candy bars and cereal (laughs) around and shit so it's kind of like she's the one pushing me in the bad direction at times okay okay i was eating really healthy until corona hit i had lost i lost so much weight and i gained some of it back as soon as we started to have to be in the crib you know i feel like you actually look skinnier from last time i seen you 
Yeah, it's been a while. I did. I was like ten pounds less than I am now, which was really exciting. I just got to keep grinding. I got to get back to Where's that. Where's the gallons of water? Right here. This nigga's always drinking out of gallons of water. I'm a gallon guy, you know. That's just who I am. I got to have a gallon around me at all times. Um, so, basically, the the main thing that I thought was really fucking crazy that we've seen go down with you, and I felt like it was, it was, it was an experiment, and you trying to like do something new, trying to do something different that doesn't necessarily like fit with like the persona that you had necessarily built for yourself, and it felt like it kind of blew up. How did this? situation with you doing the uh video with rich the kid and whatnot how did oh. that how did that explode oh. or how did that come about how'd you get hit up about it and what did you think it was going to be oh i thought it was going to be so 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 funny i really did and it really was it was really funny to see how everything played out um i think it was after mother's day and from what everybody else was seeing, apparently there was some words between my daughter's father and Rich the Kid online about yeah. something about Richard Milley's watches or whatever the case Who's was. Who's the king in New York? <laughs> that conversation was taking place. Hey, you ain't sold oh. this many records and you ain't the king of New York, kid. <laughs> and, some stuff like that. No, and it was also something with Lil TJ thrown in the mix. I didn't really know what the words were. I just know that they had some words and it wasn't really good. Mm. So I guess after something got reposted on the shade room of I think my baby father responding to um, Rich the Kid, mm. he DM'd me and he was like, happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day was the day before. Mm. So I'm like, I just thought it was so fucking funny. He's being petty. I'm like, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Right. So he was like, oh, I'm shooting a music video. Come out in it. I told my manager, I'm like. He's doing a music video, but I don't do music videos. If you want, you handle something with him. She goes, she goes, I'm gonna talk to him. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. Um, she goes, you're gonna go. They're gonna pay you. You're gonna go, and all you're gonna do is sit in the car for mm -hmm. like however many scenes that they need you in the car. I'm like, that's it. She was like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I go. I showed up maybe like two hours late. I really did. Um, Disrespectful. Rich forever well, deserves it was, better. No, 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 no. It was literally the day before. It was so last minute. Mm, okay. So. You had to get the nails done, the hair done. Make sure yeah. I looked okay, somewhat decent. And um, we get there. We're waiting on him now. I get in the car. And I guess he's making, he's trying to make small talk with me or whatever. And freaking, that's it. It was just like straightforward you're gonna walk from the car to the sidewalk and then do the same thing i'm like okay and then when you get in the car you're gonna drive off but look this way and we're gonna follow you i literally did that he asked me if i wanted to smoke with him i told him no they gave me my money and as i'm leaving out the car i guess he had security or someone take pictures mm, okay look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
to be a little funny or whatever. So I didn't care. I honestly didn't care. Mm -hmm. What took me for a loop was when Future decided to chime in. And the quote from Future was, they using N-words, baby mamas as props now, young N-words turnt, which <laughs> would definitely have sounded a lot cooler coming from the mouth of Future. Yeah. Um, sounded a little lame out of my white ass mouth, but there, you know. That, that's, I have that was interesting. I had responded, and I'm not too sure what I said. I said something, and then he goes, something, something, she's for the streets. Mm -hmm. I said, with nine different baby mamas, you are the streets. And then it was just going back and forth, but I'm like, mind your business. Like, I really enjoy your music. I don't want to have to feel some type of way. We still bump future, but it's just like, it was, he did that, he did that little banter with me for like three days and then he dropped, he dropped his album. Mm. So I'm like, cause it was getting reposted every time like me and him would go back and forth. Right. So I guess that was his little promo. That's kind of crazy. Like future seems like somebody. It was so smart though. Mm. I get it. I didn't think of it as album promo, but that is really smart because mm -hmm. it's kind of like. You need a little bit of beef when your album's coming out, even if it's not that serious. But normally, Future is like number one dude who is not going to have anything to say about whatever other people's drama is. Normally, he's very exactly. removed from that. So I was kind of shocked to see him and just weighing in. And me of all in. people's like, don't, I really just mind my business. To you, I should not be a thought or you shouldn't even care to have an opinion about me, you know? Right. So I just saw as, Nothing other than him just getting attention because he's about to drop a, a project. So right, but so from your opinion, what like did you just see that as strictly a business opportunity? Because a lot of times there's this mentality of my enemy's I enemy is my no, friend. I did it because I didn't care. But if you're like, if it was if, a job, it was straight business. If there's a rapper who hates six nine and they just like it makes sense that they would want to be cool with you. Okay. Because then you guys can sort of team up and hate on him together. Oh, that no, makes sense. That's no. that's the kind of stuff we see a lot. I don't hate nobody. I don't hate nobody. I mm -hmm. go about my business. Everything I do is just business. I don't care. You know, I don't have a real issue with him, but I don't care to respect him. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. I don't feel like I've been given any respect. Right. It's kind of weird because did you have any idea that, or did you think at all that the the implication with Rich the Kid was going to kind of be like he had slept with you or that he was going to sort of try to make it seem like you were like oh, with no. him? Was that the, the, were you aware? Or did you even think about that he, that might be the vibe? Because that would be the ultimate uh, disrespect, right? I mean, I don't, I don't think it should be a disrespect when he himself just disrespects me, my, my daughter's father. So mm. I don't think it would only be disrespectful if he cared or... You know, but you don't look at Rich the Kid like, man, that's a fine-looking man there. No, that's no. not me. Okay, I, is he, is, no, it's just that's not me. Is he has a family, right? That's good. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, he Tory Bricks. Yeah, she's fire. She is bad. Yeah, she's a bad one. So, like I said, right. good for them. But she was down for him to play some little reindeer games right there. I guess. What do you mean? I don't know, just fooling around, having another rapper's baby mama in the car no, for some clout. I, I actually thought she was upset. Oh, about she did it. get pissed about it, you think? I think so, because after he posted that, he posted, there's nothing more than that I love than my family. Mm. Then he posted her skincare stuff. Oh, my God. Like her businesses and stuff like that. 
That's what I do. If me and so, my girl get in a fight, I post her OnlyFans on my story. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm like, he probably didn't didn't tell her. So I guess she has a, re- a reason to be upset. If that's the type of stuff she gets upset about. Right. But so did this whole situation, did that make you not even want to like have anything to do with random ass rappers that you don't really know that well? Would you have done this situation no, I again? I feel like these stupid rappers are like... They're so stupid. Mm. I feel like it's just they're all they all act the same. There's mm. really good artists who I can say they're cool. You know, they're good people. They're regular. They don't act weird. But then these young, I, I think it's just the younger generation rappers that just irk my soul. <laughs> they do. Why? Because they're like fucking low key like. TikTokers basically where they just have this mentality of just wanting to go viral all the time is that just sort of rubbing yes yes and it's just like the way they go about handling business and just themselves is just so like childlike Mm. it just gets all right you're a kid with money that's I feel like that's literally how they act like kids well part of it's got to be just you growing up too right because like now we're talking i mean obviously future is my age and rich the kid is uh you know fairly older but mm-hmm. you know when you got somebody like uh like little tj you know like watching him and ruby rose and their whole situation was just like oh my I, god this is so hilarious because they're like kids they're like 18 19 20 ish you know i would be mad if i was you know, Ruby Rose is popping. If you put yourself out there as a popping bad bitch to just let this little ass boy play you, I I wouldn't. So you're not a fan of him, or? I honestly don't care for him. Mm. Like I came out, did the little Rolling Loud thing because I got paid to do oh, it. Oh, you went yeah. out on stage him. I forgot that, about that. I think that. that's the whole beef too between him and my baby father. It's just like he, the little TJ's people was fucked up let me tell you something oh i went ahead right they picked me up from the hotel i got in the little lambo thing with um little little tj and we're talking or whatever he's trying to make conversation we got there we're already late and what it was he was supposed to have like a throne on stage i think the name of his album was something supposed to be something along the lines of something king right right so i was just gonna come out but got paid to go ahead and put the crown on his head they said, oh, we didn't have time to go into the trailer backstage to get the crown. We're already 30 minutes behind. Can you just say that he's the king of New York? I'm like, you guys really going to put me on the spot like that? And mm-hmm. I have shit set a certain way already that this wouldn't be a thing. I just thought that they lied to me and they played me and told me one thing and we were going to do another. Right. Because that's so, kind of weird to like to get paid to like endorse a product or to like just show up is one thing to get paid to like sort of act as if your opinion on something is different than it actually is. That's that's a whole nother thing. Yes. Right? I was just like, oh, my God, this doesn't shine really too much of a good light. But at this point, I really just don't care. Right. And I mean, this is rolling loud too, where it's like this is. And it was like, the first year in New York. I expected it to be something totally different, but they was pulling so many people from the lineup because of the gang affiliation. Yeah, that was crazy. It sucked. I, I was supposed to meet up with you, but it's just like it never ended up happening. And I could have sworn to I got I had to do a double take. I thought I saw smoke perp, so I just like oh, oh shit. shit. So you're 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 <laughs> it's fades on site with smoke perp or what? 
Yeah, and I no no. <laughs> she said let yeah. Me st- <laughs> <laughs> let me stop. I don't want to fight with nobody. I was. It's just pointless. I don't got no beef with nobody at all, mm. whatsoever. But do you resent that? Do you think feel like he kind of like used you for a little bit of like uh, trying to revive his career or something there? Um, I feel like when any rapper or anybody that does talk about me that is just that a it's rapper. It's usually it's when just, they need a little clout. Uh, yeah. If they were doing amazing at that moment, it's like Drake, easy. Drake ain't talking about Sarah Molina because he's no, doing good, right? No. Yeah. So. I mean, Future didn't have to talk about me at all either. But still, in your future, you know, his albums don't necessarily, like, get everybody talking, like, the way that they did maybe four or five years ago. So I, I guarantee that there's somebody at Future's label that had said to him at some point, like, do you think that there's, you know, could you say something about this guy? <laughs> could you maybe, like, you know, say that you I don't like so-and-so? I easier, though, because of who I am, you know? I usually... The only time that it ever got real for me that I just don't speak about at all is the NBA young boy thing. That's what because you thought he was gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> no real <laughs> shit. No, no, let me not say that. He's gonna say that. Right. Where the reason he's locked up. Yes. I he told me he told you about that, so I'm just like. Right, because okay, from my perspective, this was one of the craziest things that ever happened to me. Is I the video just pops up of NBA young boy like. Hey, Adam, <laughs> you don't tell these stupid-ass bitches to leave my name out there. Motherfucking mouth, we're going to have problems or some shit like that. And so I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I've met NBA Youngboy before, but I, like, definitely didn't really, like, know that he would care about anything that was said on the podcast enough to actually say something about it, you know? But it was bad timing because, like... At the time that I interviewed you and you happened to say like, oh, young boy said this, this and this to me, I had just interviewed some like porn star girls and stuff and they said the exact same thing. So like it really was like a weird sequence of that. Yeah. So it wasn't just me making it up. No, no. If someone else that I don't know said the same things, it's just like I don't speak on any of my beefs anymore because right after that, I was just dealing with a lot. His fans don't play. Young boys fans. I didn't even realize he had that many fans. Oh yeah, they're crazy. That's like one of the strongest fan bases in rap, like, realistically. Yeah, I I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. Did you feel like he, you know, because he he w- w- there was a point where he basically was trying to win you over, right? You feel like he's over that? Um, no, he's. It's so he's same. he's so not wired right. <laughs> That's how you feel. <laughs> yeah, he'll curse me out and hit me up from someone else's account in his camp and just be like, unblock me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! But you want to know the best thing that happened? And I never met him or never like never had any real conversation with him. It's just always been like, no, thank you, thank you. Right, I'm fine. And he just curses me out. <laughs> the thing that happened when um, when that conversation, because he uploaded that video of him basically like, not I wouldn't say threatening me, but basically like warning me, I guess. But so I get hit up by his lawyer on the phone basically to be like, yo, would you, like, did you feel like NBA Youngboy was threatening you there? I was like, no, not really. Like, I, did, I didn't take it that way. Obviously, I'm not a snitch, you know. I like, play about street codes. I'm like, nah, I felt fine, officer. And then he said, okay, well, 
is there any way that you would be down to like you know do a recording or something where you like explain to the judge that you never felt like your life was in danger i didn't think it was gonna i think the response made that happen him mm. just responding to you he didn't have to be so angry and respond to you yeah i mean you play that for a for a judge they're gonna think you're bugging because i think it, they put him back in because of what he said to me like they basically took yeah, that as a threat me, though i didn't say anything he that's a story for off camera i guess it's just you know me facilitating or enabling people to have conversations with about him that got him a little a little heated i mean this is what you do though that's what i'm saying i don't know why they get so mad it's weird people go their whole out of their way to base their whole life around becoming well known and famous and then they get mad when people actually start talking about them I mean, it's just things that they don't want to hear. Mm, Stuff that they... The truth beats down their ego. That's what it is. Mm. So it's just like, imagine being told something that you necessarily know is true but don't like about yourself and other people start to point it out. Yeah, and when you're a successful rapper, you get to control everybody around you. You know, you you get to cut off anybody who has a negative opinion about you and it's very easy for them to then really believe their 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 own story they drink their own kool-aid and it can be very hard for them to sort of like deal with the fact that people online can say whatever they want they can't really do anything about it it does they do get frustrated i've seen it definitely i've seen it plenty of times (laughs) trust me would you date a rapper going forward or you feel like you're like super turned off to that i feel like i'm just i've seen it also it's just like i'm not very impressed by it just i i'm not opposed to it it's just it has to be something that just feels different. Mm. I can't I can't deal with a rapper that's always too high to function. I can't deal with a rapper that's too egotistical. Mm. I can't just deal with any of the stuff that I just don't want to deal with. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting with like the future thing in particular because I feel like he's somebody who four or five years ago, a lot of his like super misogynistic rap lyrics actually made him like really like people loved that and nobody was really questioning that and now like when he put out his last album he had a lyric where he said like i ride for my homies i lie to my bitch bitch. yeah oh lord people were not fucking with that they really like took him to task for that like i mean obviously most of his fans probably don't give a shit but it felt like on twitter i saw more women angry about that future lyric than i wasn't especially because people know it's true Cause he really yeah. out here making like you know entire families left and right yeah <laughs> i i just think it's crazy too he has so many things to say about baby mamas and stuff he's really he ain't shit he's trying to grant his baby mama only a thousand dollars a month for child support for a baby that's his yeah it's horrible as a person who has kids on the way it does you know i wouldn't have really like thought about it that much but now that does seem pretty fucked up like i was listening to joe Bun the other day and he he said he's like if you don't pay for your kids or you don't take care of your kids, then I don't fuck with you. Like, I don't want to be friends with you if you are that kind of person, which I was I was surprised to hear him say it because there's, you know, a, a certain period in rap where that was kind of like something that people would almost like, you know, I don't want to say people glorify, but people wouldn't necessarily Not look down. Not taking care of your kids? Yeah, I feel like that was something that people would gladly kind of turn no. the other cheek to in rap. But no, now I feel it like it was taken more. more seriously. Really? Yeah, back then. 
It's easier to get away with being a piece of shit now than what it was back then. You think? Absolutely. I feel like it's got more I feel like back then men took care of their kids. Because it's not like the source is going to publish a letter or XXL is not going to do an article about so-and-so ain't paying for their kids. But meanwhile, yeah. all it takes is one girl hopping on Twitter and saying this motherfucker's living like this. Boom. The vultures come in. They pick them apart. Of course. But it's just who is not going to point that out when you're only trying to support your kid with a thousand dollars a month being who you are mm. and providing the lifestyle you provide for yourself your family including your other kids you know that's i don't think that's pretty fair mm. that's interesting so do you you know any futures baby mamas and reach out like yeah good girl no and but i know how talk. i know how easy it would be to get in contact with one mm. you could form like a little sewing circle no, even though you're not one of the baby mamas no but that's not my thing i don't care to I don't even care to like beef with my own baby, but like baby father. You do what you do, but I understand you. Right. Like, do you um, what what happened with that video though? We never got to see that video come out, right? The the music video with you and no, Rich. No, I don't even think it was really a music video. I honestly didn't. I just thought it was just something to. Oh, it was just a little clout operation. Like they I were think like, so. oh wow, that's super interesting. Like let's just. Let's just all get together and just yeah. work and plus, on some clout. Yeah, I didn't sign a release form anyway, so. Wow, that's even more bizarre to imagine, just sort of a little clout party. It's scary almost <laughs> that you go to these lengths, these extremes to just play this game with someone just to be reposted. Right, just to get those academics posts off, I guess. Oh. Yeah. How do you, um? so what's your observation about, like, I mean, the the weird thing about it is that this conversation has taken place of like he's about to be off house arrest, house arrest, and he's going to be moving around. Like, how do you feel that that's going to change things? It's been sort of bizarre watching him like lose, it- lose his mind on Instagram, like fucking just playing with Barbies in the tub and shit. It's like it's been very strange to watch, and it like for me, my thing is I think once he's What's able to go outside, because normally. I feel like once he's allowed to go outside, he's going to end up putting himself at risk for the attention. I feel like attention. it's just, no, 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 no. I feel like he's doing the same thing he's always done. He just can't do it in the way that he used to go about doing it. Right. So how he used to get attention, he used to beef with everybody. He's still getting the attention, but he's doing dumb shit because he's on house arrest and he can't like realistically start any problems with anybody. Right. It's just the same shit he's always done, really. It's he's just just finding ways to look for attention and be reposted. It's crazy to me because it feels like he, like, even though they had that alleged number one song and stuff, it just feels like the... Why you say alleged? Because it just wasn't, you know, it it feels so fake to say, like, oh, it's a number one song when you've never heard it played anywhere. It's just not really, like, a popular song. I don't think anybody's actually really excited about it. It wasn't on radio? I mean, that's a big part of it. I just don't think that the song, as much as it did, you know, a couple hundred million views or whatever, it just doesn't really feel to me like it's actually a popular song. Like, I just don't feel like, I feel like if the clubs were open right now, you wouldn't hear it. Any of the songs that he put out. Oh, yeah, me neither. And they've done like the craziest numbers, but I don't think any of them are actually really genuinely popular. My thing is, I feel like the music kind of did get better. Uh Not that it got better, it sounds more polished, right? But it isn't getting the same amount of hype. Right. That he used to get. It's weird because he did get, you know, and that, that's crazy. Like to see the extent to which, like, if the diehard real rap fans don't fuck with you, then your shit just is not really going to move, you know? I don't think really, like, people pay him mind. 
Uh, And if they do, it's just out of boredom. Like, just to hear what the fuck he's talking about when he's live. Right. Because that was the crazy thing is that you saw him get this, like, outrageous amount of uh, views when he first went on Instagram Live. But then, like, the second Instagram Live was with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And it was They didn't even reach, what, a million? Right. They got, I think, 30 percent of the views that they got on the first one so it's like that and that's with Nicki Minaj who obviously has one of the biggest fan bases in rap that just really stood out to me as like oh shit like this is like really like not gonna the people are not gonna stay as interested because the barbs are like yeah this is ride or die for them so given that there weren't as many of her fans or anything for them to have a greater number of people on live that was just like Cause that's what people really know about anything when it comes to Nikki's fans that they're diehard. Right. They support anything. They're on every live. They're selling out her merch. Her how many number ones she's had. All of this. All her numbers are because of her barbs. So it's just like she couldn't get that amount of numbers that he had on his live with her fan with her fan base at all. It's just seems kind of crazy, right? It doesn't seem real. And that's why that song had the biggest fall off of any uh, number one Billboard hit ever. Like, it fell the most the next yeah. week. It fell to, like, number 37, which has never happened before. Because normally when a song's number one, it actually, like, means that that song has some sort of, like, real popularity. Yeah. But then what actually happened was that it was just the, the physical purchases add so much to the sales total that once you get Wasn't the bars. was going at um, Ariana Grande? He tried to get that one sub- popping, yeah. No, because she was number one, right? That was about trolls. That was about Gooba. Gooba. I hate saying that. But it seems like he's just always arguing with someone about his numbers. Yeah. Do you just feel... Like, like, one of the things that stood out to me the most was that he said something about, like, let my friends fuck in one of the songs. Like, you could get Chanel if you let my friends fuck. And I'm like, who who are his friends at this point is what I want to know. Because we haven't seen him kick it with any dudes. Oh, no, no, no. You have to know him personally. Really? Take note of the people that are like miscellaneous in his lives and stuff like that. Those are his friends from academics, whatever. Academics has been a real yeah. one to him. That's fair. Yeah, whatever relationship or friendship they have, that's that's his friend. Mm. He has um, the the guy that's always dancing in the background with him. That's Don. Okay. Don is his best friend at this point. I'm pretty sure he has Trife Drew, William Asher, who is still around. Like, he still has a good, solid... He still has the same security guards from before he got locked up. I mean, if you're in a position where you can still make money off of this whole operation, then you're going to do what you got to do to stay on good terms, I guess, right? I mean, but is it really worth it? I mean, I could understand how for a lot of people that wouldn't be, but at the same time, like, you know, for a lot of them, what the fuck else do they have going on? No offense to them. I don't know anything about what they have going on. Uh that's one way to see it. I guess you can put you can put a price on people. So mm. it's just if they still around, I know why they're still around. How do you feel about academics? Why are you trying to bait me into this conversation? <sighs> I gotta bait you into this conversation. No. I wanna know. I don't I don't really care to say anything about him. Okay. He speaks on me whenever he feels like it. Right, that that's why I wanted to ask this because I feel like he a lot of the Instagram captions will throw a little extra sauce in there. When I hear him mention you, it just seems pr- very clear that he's trying to go hard with this narrative. I don't know. Is He has some personal issues with me. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say 
whatever he's going to say. I really don't care because that's him baiting me to go back and forth with him. I already did it. Mm. I don't have to. I. It's just he tries to belittle people and talk to them in a certain manner. And it's just like to me, I just feel like he's a fucking punk. So it's just like I don't want to go back and forth with someone like that. Mm-hmm. He can say whatever he wants about me. I don't care. He could talk about me until his face turns purple. It might. It might. <laughs> um, just kidding. All of no, that. You're not. All no, of you're that. Not. I don't know. Just the idea of his head turning purple. No, because the other night when we saw him wasted on Twitch, that was probably fairly close to his head turning the other purple night and popping every off. Night. Um, well, but there was one in particular where he was really shit faced and really taking aim at Chrissy Teigen and John Legend in particular. Oh, yeah. That That's was what got him suspended, yeah. right? How do you feel about that? Why is he talking about Chrissy Teigen and John Legend? Like, well, he said that she had something to say about him previously, so although what? I'm not sure what it was. My thing is, but so what? She's, an, she's a woman, you know? Mm-hmm. She's Chrissy fucking Teigen. She talks about Trump all the time. She's like, she's known for her mouth the same way you are. Why are you attacking her? Mm. It's just, it's so corny. He likes to keyboard warrior. Like, mm. I don't, he likes to come at women very aggressively aggressively in a manner that he doesn't even approach these men. Yeah, he he directs whatever he has to say to them, but he the type of aggression he has when he's speaking to a woman or confronting her sounds wicked in itself, a man confronting a woman. Mm. Like, it's just, he does it in such an angry manner. Mm. I feel like he don't love women. That was, like, it was a crazy thing to see just complex or, or uh, twitch as well feeling like they needed to take action and like I, I don't know i feel like it makes sense though because if you're complex and like you know in 2020 calling a woman a bitch is one thing but calling a woman a bitch in an angry manner i could definitely see how a corporation wouldn't really want to stick around yeah, for that too no, they would he, have to make a statement about he it he really right? feels strongly about women in, a, in all the wrong ways i feel he even came at nikki before too right and it's just like for you not to even have hesitate with nikki nikki minaj alone like her being the type of woman she is everybody knows nikki's a bitch everybody knows nikki <laughs> don't play everybody knows she's like an assertive woman like she's very strong toned Mm -hmm. you know and for him to just go and say whatever he wanted to say even about her it's just because he really doesn't he doesn't care about women but nikki deserves some some ether right now right like do you 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 think so i mean yeah she's a song with duke yeah but it's just like you think people really are feeling some type of way about her doing it i mean i'm not so invested in her career that I really give a fuck, but I do think that if I'm like a hardcore Nikki fan, that I'm looking at that as sort of like compromising what she no, should stand for. No, because her fans don't care. Some percentage of her fans don't you care. You think so? I don't think they care at all. At least the diehard ones, and those are the ones. I'm sorry, but they ma- they matter right. a little bit more than the others. The barbs do matter for sure, but I feel like Nikki, you know, she also has like a non-barb sort of mainstream fan base and stuff. And I feel like when she sort of shows that she like is willing to do whatever for the money, that that and even if it, and it looks bad about like her her husband and shit too, which is one thing that like like or even no, just like you see YG just coming out saying he wouldn't do a song with her yeah. in the future. I feel like a lot of people I probably Trippy, feel that way about Trippy her. Trippy says something about her too. Trippy got caught on IG Live saying 
damn, Nicki Minaj fell off. And it seemed like he did not want people to know that he said that. That yeah. was so fucking funny. We actually didn't talk about that as much as we probably should have I think some, um, Tori ended up like in a comment too, Tori Lanez with Nicki. And it was just like, I call himself, like I call him, like the like everybody saw he was defending himself. Supposedly he liked a com- like liked the comment talking about Nicki and... Mm. My daughter's father by accident. He was like, "You act like you never, you guys never were just scrolling down and like the comment." I never got called out for liking some. No, no, there's been some stuff I like though where I like didn't think about how offensive it was or like how weird it would look that I. I liked get it. called liking petty shit all the time. It's guilty pleasure. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. No, there was like a post I liked that was like something about like a cop beating the shit out of like a protester or something. And I just liked it because it was a no jumper post. You know, it's my account. Yeah. I didn't post it, but I liked it. And then people were like, why are you liking this? <laughs> I'm like, because I own the it account that have, posted it. Not... Yeah, it wouldn't have bothered them if you weren't white. So Yeah. Being white is an occupational hazard at this point. No, it really is. <laughs> you feel yeah. threatened well, day to day? I mean, I don't feel too bad for myself, but you know, I could understand how a week or so I might not be able to handle the heat maybe how are the riots out here though pretty they were bad right pretty wild there was maybe like one week where they I actually they got like real up the cookie shit. store they did which is like you know half a mile from where my store used to be so yeah. that was something where i was like oh gee. and like every every store on that block i fucked up including a lot of the stores that are like black owned and shit so that yeah. was definitely a weird moment where i was like man if i owned a store there right now what the fuck would that be like it doesn't make you like nervous bringing in a kid into this world during these times. A little nervous, but I feel like you know, in the grand history of everything that's ever taken place on Earth, you know, you could have, you know, if you had a kid anywhere a hundred years ago, their yeah. life would have definitely been worse than what their life would be like being born in America in 2020. I think people tend to really like lose perspective on the fact that everything is pretty fucking good in comparison to like as as much as racism is the biggest conversation that's really happening i would estimate that it's probably the america is the least racist it's ever been right compared um, to the fucking 80s like I, I, yeah. I remember shit i heard people say in the 90s oh my god it would never happen now you know i just feel like as much as people are like more focused in on the details now, it's I just think. like racism now is just like so backhanded. Mm. And see, but that's that you know, even that's an improvement. Backhanded racism is a little better than like somebody screaming the n word in your face. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like they had a video from the seventies in New York um, on the New York Times and stuff that was like a whole white neighborhood kicking these black people out of the neighborhood, and that's it is wrong. like unthinkable how fucking angry and violent these people are and stuff. And I feel like that really like reminded me of like oh my god shit used to be so much worse not, i mean obviously that still happens and everything i'm not trying to like dismiss no it but i just it. feel like it's actually gotten better with a lot of white people in the community now because in at least in new york there's a lot of gentrification going on so i feel like they're living with us in our community they were like coexisting with each other and they're more on board with the rights than 
what it was before. I don't think they, not that they were racist, but they couldn't really care mm. any less about it. Yeah, it's just like a lot more mainstream for people to be. Like I was, I was seeing like an old news clip from the, the 90s and it was like some news anchor talking about like basically like, you know, crime and black areas and stuff. And it was just like, you know, pull your fucking pants up get off your ass, get a job, yeah. take care. You know, it is like the way that they were just like putting the blame all on the individual is just something you would never see now because people are so much more conscious of the fact that, you know, people are victims of their circumstances. And, yeah. you know, if your fucking family members were slaves 200 years ago or 150 years ago, you, you don't have the same opportunities that, you know, like historically your family hasn't going to, hasn't been able to build up the yeah. same amount of wealth as other people and stuff. And it's just not really fair to treat people like that. Like everything that you have in your life is your own fault. In reality, almost nothing that like you don't choose where you're born. You don't choose your, your skin color. You don't choose how much money your parents have. You don't, you don't choose your family. No. Like that's just shit that we can't control. So, mm. So, I mean, society does need to be restructured to a certain extent to, like, you know, benefit people that end up on the opposite end of the spectrum. I just feel like this is so well organized, everything that's just going on. Mm. I feel like this is all planned out. You didn't protest? No, I really wanted to, though. New York? Well, well, I guess there were a lot of big protests in New York, huh? Yeah, they were protesting in New York. There were peaceful protests, too, but it's just that that is just... The cops were getting out of hand with the rubber bullets, I think. Mm. Them shits were no joke. They were, like, piercing skin, everything. They were just horrible. Right. They were worse than paintballs. They were, like, really bad. I'd never seen anything other than a bullet do the type of damage that those rubber bullets were doing. Right. And I seen a whole bunch of people losing eyes and getting mm-hmm. broken ribs and all kinds of fucked up shit. Breaking your fucking orbital bone. It's just, I think they um, protested outside of the Barclays Center, too. Right. And when they did it, it just, it turned into a big brawl between the police and the protesters. And it was just more so on the police's end that they just didn't want to permit them to protest Mm. there. So. Definitely. Um, Okay, so how do you feel? I'm going to be honest with you. I totally lost my train of thought about what I was going to say right there. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask. I've been interviewing a few other Brooklyn, Brooklyn residents. Namely, mm-hmm. I did a Seiko Billy and Billy Otto interview, and I did a Snow Billy interview. Yeah. These people do not care for each other so much. No, they really don't. What's your thought process on that since you, I guess, were around to see? I never met um, Snow Billy. Okay. I, I've actually heard he was saying things opposite of what he said here, you know? I heard that he was running, agreeing with my baby father, like, oh, this did happen, this did happen. Okay. Then when he came here, it was just a totally different story. So I'm just like, and people called him out for it because I saw it. And they were like, oh, but you said she did do it and that you can believe it and stuff like that. He was like, yeah, but then I had a fact check. Mm. I went back into the streets. Oh, whoever he spoke to, I don't know. How deep in the streets do you have to be to get the full Sarah Molina info? Is that I'm not deep in the streets. I'm not. You would never get that info because that's just not something that is even out there or is true. So it's just like, what are you getting about me that you haven't got from me specifically? Because whatever it is, is is not the truth. Because I don't even be around those people. I don't be around whoever. I could bet you a hundred dollars. 
uh, I could bet my life on it that whoever he went back to to fact checked whatever he said about me is just like. I've never met that person, never encountered them, never had a conversation, don't even know that person. Mm -hmm. So how true is it that you're getting, where are you getting your information from? So I don't, I don't know him and I don't even know why he's speaking on me. Do you think that Snowbilly was exaggerating his involvement with 6ix9ine? Because I think that's basically the point that Billy Otto and them are making is that he's... He... No, I personally don't know because okay. I wasn't around them or any of like Billy Otto. I was probably around him a few times and Seiko a few times, uh -huh. you know? So it's just like, I wouldn't be able to speak on their relationship other right. than what Danny himself told me because I didn't see it. Uh -huh. I wasn't around to see it. So I'd never met Snow Billy and he had these opinions, thoughts on the situation. I've never even heard Danny speak on him. So I don't know how around was he. I've heard him speak about Seiko. Um, Auto and whoever else who was around Punch, whoever you had Punch up here too, right? Shout out to Punch. Yeah, shout out to Punch. He always shows love. Oh, like, so you you fuck with Punch? Okay, good. Of course, no Punchy. He's that's my homeboy. Like he's really good people. He always supports me. He knows the truth. He always defends me. Uh -huh. And that's the one who was around all the time. Right. So. Do you feel like, you know, it just seems like kind of like an ugly visual to see him sort of like I, I don't know that, that, that it feels almost kind of old to be having this conversation now but like when the gooba visual first came out and stuff it was very much like how the fuck can you be acting like this when there's all these dudes that are in jail and you put them there yeah. like it just feels kind of crazy no i don't and he's still trolling about it mm. he i don't think he feels he doesn't feel sorry at all and the sad thing is he's only trying to say with what one person in his head did to him okay fine you think shoddy did something with me and that's your justification then what's the excuse for all the other guys you know exactly yeah you just put away men who have families people that care about them they actually take care of their kids you know mm. they put themselves forefront in your name just to be loyal to you or whatever just to protect you from all the shit that you was already starting and you just ripped away their lives from them right it just seems so weird to be like making all these fucking jokes about no about he, snitching and shit when you yeah. really like actually did the worst version of that okay he, he doesn't care though because it's mm. all it's about him he doesn't care about anybody else but himself mm. it's just you can't be loyal to your friends you can't be loyal to your kids. Like, what can you, can't even be loyal to yourself, you know? We were having this conversation the other day. How long you think till uh, Jade's up out of there? How long till he gets sick of her? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think she'll have her problems with him, but it'll just still be painted pretty, mm. you know? Because you got, you got to assume there's, there's tension behind the scenes because, I mean, he doesn't even really put her out there like that. So it makes me feel like there's got to be something weird about that. I mean, I feel like he controls her, which is good for him. Mm. You know, I don't I don't really care too much about their relationship. That's her headache and her mess to deal with. She doesn't even really know who he really is. Mm. So It's just like such a coincidence that he caught the Fed case and he ended up wifing up the last girl that he was hanging out with before he caught the case. He needed, <laughs> kind somebody, of transparent, he right? needed somebody that was going to stick around and just be with he needed them to be. Mm. If he needed her to keep whatever attention still attached to his name, 
the tattoos or whatever. Go get this tattoo. Yeah, and We're going I mean, viral. Whatever her trolling was, too, is just like, I guess he needed her to do all of that. Mm. You wouldn't have got the tattoo. I don't know. You I don't got any in there? I've gotten way more tattoos since the last time you seen me, but it's just, I never... I don't even know what our people's processes like their process of thinking mm. doing that could you imagine lena getting your face like smacked on her boob like just imagine me wanting to ruin her only fans career you think that would ruin it i mean if somebody unsubscribed to her only fans because she had a giant tattoo of my face on her collarbone then i would totally understand <laughs> That seems very common sense. No, but it's I not just it. one. It's yeah, like, and if, if thousands of them unsubscribed, I would totally understand that as well. God, why would I want to put her through that? You would be a selfish man. Yeah, that's so fucking insane. It's, she she wanted to get a tattoo of my name and shit. I'm like, I don't, like, I just don't. Oh, no. I don't want to fuck your body. I always told her I didn't think she should get more tattoos. Well, she has. She has, like, a pretzel, right? I call it a pretzel. She calls it a heart. It's a heart. Near it her looks, vagina, yeah. It's like handcuffs, right? That's what it was? I mean, to me, it looks like a pretzel. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think it's handcuffs. It's like a pretzel type heart. Oh, okay. She's screaming at the TV right now. It's not a fucking pretzel. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to like even do that. No. Yeah. You have to be a different type of woman just to like. She has a set mission in life and she don't care whether it's securing. Trey the mission is Treyway. Uh, you think so? R.I.P. Treyway. I got that book at the house. Somebody really gave me that book about the history of the real Treyway. I got I to gotta get more into that. You ain't read it? No, not yet. I mean, I did a three-hour interview with him, so I, I feel like I needed a little break. What was he even talking about here? Wait, he said, I didn't even get to watch the whole thing. I don't know what he was talking about. I heard something about Dog Pound. It's just The uh, Dog Pound. <laughs> uh, he's just he talking said, about everything. He said things that didn't make sense. Um, Danny was never homeless. Really? No, he wasn't he sleeping wasn't. on that little mattress at the dog pound. He chose to sleep there. He had a home, like right. It just, I don't know. I felt like he made a lot of stuff up. I don't know him personally, but it's just things that I could see never happening and no didn't happen. He's saying it, and it's just like, hmm. I don't think it went down that way. I feel you. Yeah, that's what Billy and them were saying, and I didn't really know what to say because it's like, well, I interviewed him. I don't fucking, I can't be fact checking everything. I don't know. I mean, Otto and Seiko had a more accurate story, but that's because they were around more. It was just, they were a part of a lot of stuff. Right. But it's good that they checked out when they did because they could have been brought down with the shit too. That's true. They hit the fucking lottery. Um, Hey, I wanted to throw this out there. Uh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. I just feel like it's so sad and so unfortunate. They already got, what, suspects now, right? It came they, out yesterday? Yeah, they, they just arrested like five dudes in L.A., young-ass dudes, like 19, 20-year-olds and shit. Some of them, I think, were juveniles. And, um, yeah, basically, they didn't know them because that was like one thing a lot of people thought was like, oh, you know, are these guys going to be, you know, basically like gang rivals of whatever Pop Smoke was associated with? Turns out. They weren't. They weren't no. gang affiliated at they, all. Uh, they apparently saw the address on Instagram, knew what the Airbnb was, figured that they would just run up in there and try to hit a lick. They run up in there with guns. 
allegedly Pop Smoke shot at them or maybe shot one of them or maybe killed one of them, depending on who you want to ask. There's a whole lot of rumors going around, but at the very least, they don't. it wasn't gang-related. It was just a robbery attempt it's that didn't just, work out, apparently. It's sad because it's just like, I don't think he should have been without security. I don't think mm. any artist should be without security, especially... I mean, there are artists who are gang affiliated, but they're even smart enough to have security too. So it's just like, and it, if even they can have security, why can't you? You know, you yeah. you wouldn't be the only artist that's gang affiliate, a gang affiliated that has security. Yeah, I mean, like a couple, but that's the thing is that it's like the security that you're gonna need that is gonna have as many guns as dudes on the street have is going to be extremely expensive uh, security. So when it's like, you, you know, dudes come to L.A., what do they do? They fucking click up with a couple of dudes out here who have mad guns, and that's their security, you know? But I think that the situation, the way it unfolded, that, you know, it's not like everybody was right my there personal, to deal with it. my personal experience seeing it, you have street security, and then you got your actual security. Just in case shit goes down, you can say it was actual security that are licensed and stuff like that that's right. that that's why this and that happened but he didn't have none at all not even street dudes with him that could have handled that mm, well I, th I think there were more people you could go anywhere and link shooters just to have like for however long you're where you're at you know mm. it's not that hard so i i would you know what it is i felt like it happens. A lot of fame hits these new young artists is hard, and they still forget that they're not the same now. You're reaching a different type of attention and stuff like that. People are going to know who you are, know what you have. You're not just really regular, no matter. Your life has changed in a way, so it's just like you have to move like you know that. Right. It was just a, such a sad thing to see them as they're bringing him out on the stretcher. They were still working on him. Mm. It it brought me back to when people were just recording X in his car like that. Yeah, that was crazy because that was actually the first thing I saw. Like X, I, I opened Twitter, see the X passed, fucking scroll down for two seconds. All of a sudden, I see a video of him with his throat fucking opened up and shit. And I was I haven't seen that video since. And I think it is an obviously in really horrible taste to like post something like that. Um, yeah, they're like they're lifeless. I think TMZ posted it, a pop smoke, which was really. I don't know. I don't, really I, I don't know that. exactly, but you can see them. I don't know who posted it exactly, but I was seeing it all over, them working on his right. chest. It's just a tragedy, too, because I feel like that was, you know, by far the biggest artist to come out of Up Brooklyn next, since so-and-so. Yeah. And that is just, you know, it's a tragedy because it's somebody who seemed like a really solid person. Um, he didn't reach his full pot potential mm. yet. Like, it's just he could have did way more and should have did way more. Yeah, he should have been granted that time because he was a good artist. It wasn't like he was just some shitty rapper from New York that just got lucky off of some clout or some yeah. silly drama shit. He was like actually really, really talented music. Yeah, there was no gimmick behind him. It was just the music and how he sounded, his mm -hmm. voice. So it's just sad and unfortunate. There was another rapper that died in um in New York too. He had got shot. He from Nick Blicky. Nick Blicky, mm -hmm. yeah. Rest in peace to him, too. Yeah. Gang shit in Brooklyn. Out of control. These motherfuckers need to chill been out. Happening, it's happening because it's been happen, happening during the pandemic more. So it's just like right. you would think that there will be less trouble, less shit going on in the street because everybody's supposed to be quarantined. And we're just seeing everything that's going on and having to adjust 
to what's normal with our life now. So it's just to see people still dying and it just getting worse. That's sad. Mm. That's a fact. Um, okay, so what are you working on? What do you got that takes up your time and everything besides, you right know, now, obviously being was, a great mom? Obviously. But no, um, I was out here actually shooting for something. So Loving hip hop. No, 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 no. I something like I, that? I, on mm. more on a serious note. Really? Yeah. No reality TV, but TV. Documentary so. type stuff? Is it more I about your story? Know. Interesting. You see when you see, but it's just like I've been doing stuff. I don't, it's just so much that I haven't really have had the finish, finishing touches on. So it's just like I don't want to like say too much before it's actually like final. Right. But I've been very busy, very, very, very very busy. How's so. the fan base? How's the Sarah Molina fan base? The holding Cactus it down? Gang. I gotta send. I gotta I send. Um, yeah. I gotta send Lena some merch and. Oh, we both need you, that. You guys having a girl, so I can send you guys some cute shit. I told you you should have been came out with the um, no jumper kids line. Well, I think we're gonna do that's it. Something that's because super, like at the same time my kid drops and everybody's talking about it. Boom! You can go get the line of yeah, onesies and whatnot. Ha- you gotta have the drip for the kids. Ooh, like kid drip. <laughs> No, that's going to be so far. I always said it. I felt like you and Lena would be, like, dope-ass parents. She doesn't, ha- like, really get a lot of backlash for, like, being pregnant and still doing, on- like, OnlyFans and shit. She gets backlash for it, but, I mean, at this point, like, whatever. We're going to get hate no matter what we do, so. Yeah. That is what it is. It's funny because we were talking about, it, like, we watched the Ace Family, like every other fucking family <laughs> on Earth. Did you watch it too? Austin and Catherine heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I kind of take dad lessons from him. He's yeah. so goofy and silly with the kids, you know? That's like the mind state I got to get myself into. But I kind of, you got to feel for, I think I did, for what type of parent you'll be. Because I see you with your nephews. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I, I thought it was cute to see that side of you. I just beat them up, though. My nephews, yeah. I just wrestle them, throw them around and stuff. I don't know, like, what it would be like to be a parent and not be able to just, like, you know, give them noogies and, like, throw them on the couch and stuff. No, but you're going to have a girl, so. Right. You got to be, learn to be more delicate. But we were talking about that. She was like, are you going to want to have the kids, like, wearing, like, matching Gucci outfits with you or whatever? I'm like, <laughs> hell no. I'm like, I want, I'll make her wear, like. You guys are going like to vlog little, and have matching outfits? Oh, yeah, but I was like, I don't want her to, like, wear a bunch of stupid Gucci and shit. I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be one of them lame-ass parents that's making their kid wear, like, their band shirts of, like, bands they yeah. like. Or what, I'm going to have my kid in, like, a Pop Smoke shirt. That's fire. Viral. Oh, my God. There you go. See? That needs to be done now. You already Tight black it. jeans, Vans. Pop put her on a skateboard even before she can actually move around on that thing. That's fire. Get her, like, an old vintage Metallica shirt. She's going to look like an Urban Outfitters ad. You need to get the no jumper hoodies for the kids. Definitely. Yeah. That's something that needs to be done. And the face tattoos set. So you can like put put all the face tattoos on them. The Boom. Bart Simpson for your for your kid? <laughs> Lisa. But Lisa close. the Lisa. Okay. Bart on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um okay. Hey, it was great to uh, get I to know. reconnect. You're like our fucking reoccurring guest now. It's like Yeah, I don't you think know, so? Female roving New York correspondent. Okay, I know the other po- podcasts you do with um, two other people, right? Oh uh, yeah, House Phone and Cam Girl. Yep. Okay, who's the guy? House I know phone. I've heard of Cam Girl, so it's just like House Phone. He probably love you, God. He'd fall yeah. in love with you if he met you. Yeah, he's a real he's a horn dog. Okay, then he have a. I seen a podcast. Then he have like a situation. Then he have a girl. 
Literally every episode that House Phone and I do of the No Jumper show every Tuesday at 6 p.m., he has like a different, like, he'll, it'll just be like, yo, don't say anything about girls because I got a girlfriend now. And then it's like the next yeah. week, it's like, no, I'm back with this girl. And then it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm he totally. He sounds like trouble. Yeah, something you should say. Well, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. That's good. But thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. All right. Appreciate you. Sarah Molina, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. Get yourself a Gundama. We out. <laughs> Bye.